0: Today is Tuesday, November 9th, 2020, and today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about common debate topics and giving my opinion on a few. A lot of them are not political, so I know a few of you that listen to the podcast are probably disappointed. If you know me, you know that I have very strong political views, but I uh, I wanted to keep it out of it. I've had enough of politics over the last week. I'm recording this Saturday afternoon, and this morning it was announced that Joe Biden has won the uh, U.S. presidential election. Good for him. Biden, as of right now, has won. We're going to see where that takes America. It's going to be interesting. I'm recording on a new microphone this week. I uh, hope you guys notice the difference. I definitely can. I tried a few test uh, recordings before I came on to do the full podcast today, but I definitely can tell the difference. I hope you guys can too. Anyway, let's get right into this week's podcast. This is episode 38. Can't believe we're on 38 already. That's crazy. I've been doing this for more than half a year now, which is insane. Thank you guys for the support as always. Let's get right into this week's episode. Common debate topics. I have 10 of them, and here I go right now. Alright, so common debate topics. The first debate topic that I have is chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. And this one, to me, is a no-brainer. If you choose vanilla ice cream over chocolate, wh- what is wrong with you? I understand some people don't like chocolate, but still, the the fact that someone would choose vanilla over chocolate is just crazy, crazy, crazy to me. I, I just hit the stand that my mic was on, so that, that's fun. I I definitely prefer chocolate. Vanilla is okay. You can obviously do a lot more with vanilla. I I just prefer chocolate, though. Chocolate has a better taste overall. Number two, the drinking age should be 18. Now, obviously, I got a few of these off of American sites. It is 18 here in Manitoba, and uh, I think 18 is perfect where it's at. If you can go off to war for your country, then you should be allowed to have a drink. That's my opinion on it. You can go and fight for your country, you should be allowed to go have a drink, legally. 18 to me is the perfect age to uh, be legal to start drinking, go into bars, buy it at a uh, liquor store, stuff like that. I think you're mature enough by then, and people drink it before 18 anyway, so what, really, what's the big deal? A lot of kids nowadays, they already have experience with alcohol before they're even 18, so 18 is definitely not, not, uh, not too young, in my opinion. Number three, social media has improved human communication. I have to disagree with this one. I think... I don't know if I really disagree per se, but I don't agree that it has improved human communication. I think, of course, social media has helped you connect with loved ones that are far away. Obviously, uh, you meet new people on the internet that you likely would have never met otherwise. But in terms of actual face-to-face human communication, I think it's totally destroyed it. Think about, and I'm just as guilty as anyone on this... So think about how, how much time you spent on your phone the last time you were with your friends. The answer is probably a lot. Lucky, luckily with me and my friends, in the summertime, we spent a lot of time swimming, playing basketball, stuff like that. So we couldn't really be on our phones. If you think about every other time, a lot of people, and like I said, I'm not trying to say that I don't do this. I definitely do. But a lot of people, they go on their phones more than talk in person, which is crazy. Crazy to think. So no, I don't think social media has improved human communication. It has its pluses and minuses, for sure. I, I I believe that it's great for long distance. If you have family that lives far away, stuff like that. It's great to see what your friends are up to, but not in terms of human communication. It has not improved it, I don't believe. Number four, excuse me, I just hit the stand again. Should bottle water be banned? No, it should not, is my answer to this. And my explanation is very, very simple. You don't want to buy it? Then drink it out of the tap. It, it Really, if, if you don't agree with bottle water being uh, being available for purchase, then don't buy it. It's as simple as that. I, don't, I, I honestly have don't know what else to say here. Why shouldn't it be available for sale? They're saving me from having to go and put it in a bottle. If you don't like it, don't buy it. It's like everything else. If you don't like it, then don't do it. Don't buy it. Don't watch it. Just because... You don't like it, doesn't mean you have to complain to everyone else about it. Bottled water, that, that, that is a stupid debate to me. And people that are like, oh, you're drinking out of a plastic bottle? Like, yes, I am. Because I can. Number five. Do we give children too many trophies? This one to me is uh, pretty simple as well. I think the answer is yes. Why should a kid get a trophy, trophy if he loses? He or she loses. We're teaching kids that, that losing... we got to teach kids that losing is a part of life. And when you're handing out participation trophies left and right to every single kid, even if they lost, that's not teaching them that valuable skill. Think about when you get into the uh, quote-unquote real world, when you have to have a job and you go in for an interview and you don't get that job. If you haven't taught about losing or not getting, uh, you know, not getting, not getting an award every time you do something, and you don't get that job, it's going to be a shock. They might not know how to handle it. That's the scary thing to me is we're teaching these kids that you get rewarded even if you lose. No, I don't think that's how it should be. If you win, you should get rewarded. Number six, can money buy happiness? Now, I know this is a, a common debate topic. Not, not so debates, but people like to debate this, like not actual full-on debates, but they like to talk about this con- uh, this topic. I do believe that money can buy happiness. If you have more money, you're going to be more happy. I would love to see a a study done on this. The happiness level of a family that makes a lot less money and then the happiness level of a family that makes more money. Now, you tell me who's going to be more happy. I I already know that the family with more money is going to be more happy. There's less stress. You don't have to worry. Money can buy happiness. Now, don't get me wrong. When I say this, I don't mean that I don't appreciate everything that I have. I I appreciate my girlfriend. I appreciate my friends. I appreciate my family. And they, they do make me happy. But... Just imagine if you had all the money in the world, how much more happy you would be. And frankly, if anyone says otherwise, I totally disagree with them 100%. Number seven, should the voting age be lowered? Absolutely not. And the idea is quite stupid to me. When you're young, you don't understand all of the impacts of taxes, other policies, and we're seeing it right now. Even adults, all that they see is what they see on social media, which is a scary, scary thought. People our age, you know. 18 even even early 20s they see something on social media they instantly believe it they don't do any research frankly it drives me freaking nuts and we've seen it a lot in the past couple of months you, everyone knows exactly what i'm talking about the fact that you I, i've seen many many places on twitter uh other places on websites when i was doing research for this podcast that people want the voting age to be lowered to 16 so you're not gonna let kids legally drink at, at 18 or at, at yeah at 18. But you're going to let them vote and decide on who should lead the country. That to me is, is really, really stupid. Like I said, when you're 16, you, chances are you're not doing the exact research on all of, the, uh, all of the policies and everything. Even adults today don't. I know a lot of people who say a lot of stuff on the political side. I know a lot of people that say a lot of stuff about politics, and they're wrong. They don't do research. They'll check one source, and we're living in an age where you have to check more than one source. Especially in the States, it is terrible in the States. and It works on both sides, Republican, Democrat, Conservative, Liberal, doesn't matter. If all you're going to for your news is a Conservative site, then you're going to get Conservative views. If all you go to is a Liberal site for your news, then all you're going to get is Liberal content. So what I try to do, myself, so that I can, I can make up my opinions on my own, I go to a conservative site, and then I'll go to a liberal site, and then I'll try to find one that's down the middle, if it's something I'm really interested in. But no, the voting age should not be lowered. 18 is perfect. 18, you, when you become an adult, that's when you should be allowed to drink, when you should be allowed to uh, vote. I think the driving age is perfect. I saw someone on Twitter complaining that the driving age should be 18, and I don't get that. When you're 16, you're, you're mature enough to operate a motor vehicle. You're, you're old enough to drive. Plus, that teaches you something in life. You know, if you have to buy your own car, which a lot of people don't, which is beyond me. Uh, when I got my car, I wanted to make sure I paid for it. I, I totally forgot where I was going with this. But, oh yes, buying your own car, it teaches you that, that extra level of responsibility. Now I'm going off on a total tangent here, but when you when you're 16 and you buy your own car, you're going to treat that car very very well, or at least I have with my car anyway. But if you if you have a car given to you, and I'm not trying to call anybody out here, trust me, I don't even have anyone in mind when I say this, but it's just a kind of kind of how I feel that if you have something given to you, you're not going to treat it with the same amount of respect as if you have something that you bought yourself. Let's get off of this tangent because I totally uh, don't even know where I am anymore. I'm just kind of spitting out words. Let's go on to number eight. Is math an important subject to learn? I believe it is. What I'm studying at uh, at, at college right now, I don't have to do a lot of math. So maybe I'm... Maybe this is stupid for me to argue. But I I do think math is an important subject to learn. I didn't take essentials and I kind of wish I would have because I feel like what you learn in essentials is what you use in real life. But math is an important subject. I don't even think... Even just the math. I think you get a lot of life lessons out of taking math classes. I'll never forget, in grade 9, the math teacher, and everyone that went to school with me, you know who I'm talking about, the math teacher throughout high school. She told me, she didn't tell me, but she told the class that if if you don't do your work, if you don't study, then you're not going to do well in this course. Now, me being in grade nine, I thought, yeah, right. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm still gonna do fine in this course. I learned very quickly that she was right, and that if you don't do the work, you're gonna get bad marks. So I started to ask questions in class, started to do homework, do all the questions, uh, study for tests, and it's amazing that your mark goes up after that, right? When you're in grade nine, you think that the teachers don't know what they're talking about, and they they're just trying to. They're just trying to trick you into studying hard and they want to see you suffer. But no, they want to see you succeed. That lesson carries over into real life. That if you work hard for what you want, you're going to likely achieve it. I think about that grade 9 uh, math class quite often. I had a job interview this week and I, I used that example in there as a as a lesson that I've learned. And that has really stuck with me throughout my life. I use that same example and uh, I'm forever thankful that uh, that I was taught that number nine plastic bags should be banned i don't agree with this i think you should be able to use plastic bags i reuse plastic bags at, at mine and Brooks apartment we use plastic bags as garbage bags we'll use them we'll reuse them so we're not really i like to think we're not really doing any harm since we're reusing them a lot of people think that uh, any single-use plastics are are evil maybe evil is not the right word but you know not not great obviously we've seen all the restaurants even 7-eleven now with their slurpees straws they they annoy the hell out of me i chew on my straws so maybe that's just a bad habit by me but i hate when the straw gets all soggy and gross and then you can't use the damn thing anymore because you've been chewing on it for so long and then we have trudeau who's gonna ban single-use plastics by the end of 2021 or he wants to I think that's stupid as well. I have some very strong opinions on this stuff. I feel like a lot of the pollution in the world is coming out of certain countries. And the countries that don't make up for really a lot of it, because we've already been doing our part, we have to suffer even more because these other countries don't want to step up. Or they're not being asked to step up, which is wrong to me. Number 10, second to last one here. Should violent video games be banned? I don't think so. If you're an adult and your kid wants to buy a violent video game, you have every right to tell them no, and I fully understand why you wouldn't want your kids playing a violent video game. But they shouldn't be banned outright. When you're an adult, you you can play a violent video game. There's going to be cases, obviously, where people don't. But the majority of the population is going to see the difference between real life and video games, movies, and TVs, uh, TV shows. rather. So no, the violent video games shouldn't be banned. I play... I play violent video games, I guess you'd say. Call of Duty, GTA, games like that. I love them. But that that doesn't mean I'm going around stealing cars. I, I, don't, I don't ever feel like I'm in the video game. One more that I have. I, I know I said 10 at the start of this, but I got a text from Brooke who, this was really her idea for the podcast, was that I go through some common debate topics. And I couldn't remember one, but I wanted to get recording this so I have enough time to edit and everything. The one that she wanted me to talk about was, should Christmas decorations be up before Remembrance Day? And no, I don't think so. I think it's very, very disrespectful. I support the troops 110%. If you're going to risk your life to defend the country, defend our country so I can enjoy the freedoms, I'm going to respect you 100%. I don't care who you are. I respect you 100% if you're willing to risk your life so that I can enjoy the freedoms. And when people instantly, when the the calendar flips to November 1st, they put up Christmas decorations. Even the city, uh, the city I'm living in right now, they have stupid, stupid, stupid Christmas lights up on on the lights, on the street lights already. Not a thing for Remembrance Day. Not a thing honoring the fallen soldiers who have defended our country, defended our freedoms. It's fun to be excited about Christmas. Everybody gets excited about Christmas. But why, why can you not take that extra half of a month to stop and just think and appreciate those who defend your country every single day? It it pisses me off, quite frankly, because the people that put up Christmas decorations, they aren't recognizing that. Show some damn respect to those who are defending your freedom so you have the, the ability to put up Christmas decorations on November 1st. There you have it. 10, actually 11 debate topics that I went through. I hope you guys enjoyed. I enjoyed making this. Obviously, I have uh, strong opinions. Again, if you know me, you know that very well. Thank you to Brooke for giving me the uh, suggestion on what to do this week for the podcast. I was totally confused. I'm going to try to get some more guests on the show here. It's just a matter of uh, juggling the busy schedules that everyone has to uh, to try to get some new people uh, on the show for sure. Talked about it at the end there, but I do want to say thank you to all of the men and women who defend our country every single day. And this Remembrance Day, take a minute to recognize those who have fought for our country and continue to fight every single day so we can enjoy the life that we do. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. If you guys enjoy the show, be sure to head over to anchor.fm forward slash Hayden R. That's anchor.fm forward slash H-A-Y-D-E-N-R. And there you can find links to all of your favorite podcasting apps. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you list the podcasts. You can also find links to the social media accounts there. I'd appreciate it if you guys followed those. That will also help the show grow. If you want to help the show grow even more, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to podcasts because that really, really, really does help the show. I had a whole Instagram story about it the other day. If you leave a review, that means the absolute world to me and I love to hear what you guys have to say. Thank you guys as always for listening and I'll be back next week with another new episode. See ya.